Hi, this is Julie, and you are amazing, and I'm about to tell you why. Hi, this is Julie, writer and director of the indie nerdy comedy Geekless Punk, a 90-minute awesome movie available at my website, www.juliekerrstudios.com. Um, in this week's episode, I just wanted to talk about uh, uh, something that came up yesterday and uh, something that made me realize why sometimes I feel, I guess, sad in the Bay Area. But, um, okay, turns out my joke is, turns out my depression, my slight depression, it might just be regional. <laughs> I'm in the wrong city. Okay, so, uh, all right, all right. And as far as housekeeping stuff, I will be doing housekeeping stuff you know, uh, giving people updates on what I'm up to. I will be doing that after the meat and potatoes of this, uh, podcast episode. So why am I talking about classism class? Oh, right. First, I want to define what it is. I think class, and I, I got a book that says class matters. So what I want to say is I think classism is when a person thinks they're better than another person because of their monetary status, like if they have a lot of money or if they were born with a lot of money. I think it's mainly uh, when someone thinks they're better than somebody and because they have more money type of thing. I don't like classism. (laughs) I don't like it. Now, before I do that, though, uh, before I go into it, um, I do want to say I'm not I grew grew up poor for all intents and purposes. Um, I clawed my way up to middle class, <laughs> which is, which was hard for me to do in the Bay Area. Yeah. And, um, so, but, but the first thing I want to say is like, I'm not mad at rich people, you know what I'm saying? Cause they're not the problem. It's, it's the system, but well, I mean, be, I don't, don't want to get into politics, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, if you're being cynical, if if we're being cynical, we could say most politicians, red or blue, donkey or uh, elephant, most politicians are bought and paid for by corporations. If we're being like super cynical, uh, most politicians are in the pockets of corporations. That's if we're being just like so, so, so cynical, right? If we're being optimistic, then yeah, I think on both sides, red or blue, uh, donkey or elephant, I think on both sides, there's good people who want to serve the public. Um, Yeah, that's a controversial thing to say in the sense that I might have just pissed off some Democrats. (laughs) And hey, also, I tend to mean I mostly vote Democrat. Okay, so that's the thing. So, uh, yeah, I have more beef with my party, the Democrats, than I do with the Republicans. But this is not a political podcast, ladies and gentlemen, and non-binary people. So, uh, okay, th- anyway, let's move on from politics, because that's not my calling in life. But, uh, yes. Oh, I'm not mad at rich people. Yes. In fact, I'm going to name some rich people that I really respect. Dolly Parton. I mean, we all love Dolly Parton. Mariska Hargitay from uh, Laudanar SVU. She's lovely. Will Smith. He's great. I love Will Smith. Uh, Beyonce, she's great. Uh, there's more. <laughs> but what I want to say is, like, what the reason why I named some of those people is, like, I don't think they think they're better than people, you know? Like, 
you know, the, what you hear about Beyonce is that she has this incredible work ethic. It's important to her to put on a good show. Uh, and she's doing that for the audience. So I, I, she's always serving her audience, in my opinion. So I, I don't think she thinks she's better than people. She, she just doesn't come off that way. We all love Beyonce. Same with Will Smith or Dolly Parton. Like, they're there to serve their audience. They're there to, like, and there's so many, like, Dolly Parton, the reason why she started Dollywood is she wanted to provide jobs to her hometown. I mean, everything you hear in that she gave away tons, she gives gives away tons and tons of movie money. Same thing with Will Smith. There's an interview with Will Smith that I thought was really sweet. Um, he cares about making good movies so that the people are entertained. So there's this movie old school movie called Wild Wild West and it was okay could have been better but you know I'm not trying to throw shade but there's this really sweet interview where they're interviewing Will Smith and he he actually looks like he feels bad <laughs> like he has this look his, he's so expressive but he has this look on his face and he's like he feels bad because he's like and he said in the interview he's like you know I got what I wanted out of that, he got a check, you know, and he's a good actor, he deserves the money he gets, in my opinion, so he's like, I got a check, and he said, but, and he looks like he feels bad, and then he says, but the audience didn't really get what they, what they deserved, you know, i.e. a really good movie, you know, and so that interview I thought was really sweet, sweet, because I was like, oh, Will cares if the people are entertained, (laughs) so, so I'm not going to villainize all rich people. I don't want to do that. I, I don't think that solves anything. Finally, because I'll be talking about classism. Finally, uh, the last thing I wanted to say about classism before I kind of... Oh, I don't have time to make any YouTube videos on this. But um, the other thing excuse me, is like right now it's trendy on the internet right now to talk about nepo babies like basically nepotism nepo babies in hollywood and you know even with that i ain't mad at nepo babies you know because there are nepo babies that are very talented so i'd say for example uh miley cyrus i don't got no beef with miley cyrus um her dad was billy ray cyrus billy ray cyrus for people don't know in the 1990s billy ray cyrus was like the Justin Bieber of country singers. He was like, he was like the it boy, so to speak. So, um, for people who don't know, because people, you know, but anyway, just saying he was a pretty famous, like country singer. Uh, but yeah, or, um, just trying to think of other, like the guy who started Shits Creek, like, I think his name's Danny Levy, I think. But anyway, obviously his dad's like this legendary comedic actor, but I think he, you know, I think the son is who, I love Shit's Creek. That show's great. So I'm not mad at Nepo babies who are talented. You know what I'm saying? And to be honest, Nepo babies, they can't help that they're Nepo babies any more than I can help how I was born and how I grew up. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if getting mad at Nepo babies mean, you know, what's what's that going to do? And honestly, I'm not mad at Nepo babies. So and I get it, if you're not born with a silver spoon in your mouth, in my opinion, yeah, you're going to have to work harder, you know what I'm saying? And you just are. Because I've met, um, I tell you what, if I'm going to be slightly irritated by Nepo babies, it's not famous Nepo babies. At least Miley Cyrus can sing, you know what I'm saying? Like, it makes sense that she's uh, popular. But it, it didn't hurt that her dad was Billy Ray Cyrus. 
But um, what I was going to say is, ah, but the Nepple Babies I've met, like, in the Bay Area, it's just like, dang, y'all, like, oh, my God. They're in their 30s, and they're still so reliant on their parents. And those are the Nepo Babies where I'm just, I guess I'm looking at them with the side eye, but also, like, what whatevs, I guess they got lucky. <laughs> they have rich parents who still take care of them when they're in their 30s. So, <laughs> it is what it is. So, um... Yeah, so, but the, the, the thing I want to talk about, why, why am I talking about classism? Because, um, uh, okay, the, the, yes, okay, the first thing is I'm watching The Walking Dead on Netflix, which is a show that I enjoy, and it's about zombies, and there, I think it's the 11th season, I think it's the final season, and I'm having a good time watching it, and, it's interesting because each season there's a new villain, uh, and usually the villain is a person. So the the walkers or the zombies, they're slow walking zombies. So they're always in the backdrop. So uh, the lead characters of the show, they always have to be fighting the zombies. But the way the show is set up, there's always usually a villain. So um, a human villain, basically, you know. So this season, season 11, I won't give spoilers because I haven't finished the season, so I can't give spoilers. But this season, um, the the lead characters who we all know and love, they come across this, I guess you could call it a city or whatever, or a town or a small city. But they come across a small city and it's called the Commonwealth. And it's interesting because I watched a sh- an episode last night. And so I, I was like, well, who's the villain this season, right? Well, the villain this season, what they're tackling this time is classism. And I was like, that's fascinating. What's what's The Walking Dead going to say about classism? I think that's fascinating. I'm, I'm just like, this is new. Um, and so basically what's happening is what I thought was cool is because with The Walking Dead, they've never dealt with class. I don't think. Not really. But um, because uh, the big zombie ac- <laughs> apocalypse created equality in some way so it created equal it created class equality because everyone's just fighting against the zombies to survive so they the show's never brought up classism ever it's mainly good versus evil or survival in really tough circumstances like or it's also like there's a lot of well what would you do like as you're watching it you think to yourself well what would i do because the circumstances in the walking dead are so extreme i.e zombies so sometimes you do see that the characters have to compromise themselves but it's like they're just trying to survive so i i think that's an interesting metaphor it's an interesting conversation like when you watch the walking dead it's like okay so like what would i do in that situation you know because the, the characters are always fighting for survival against other humans and against zombies so but this season i thought it was interesting they've come across the commonwealth and it's a, a town, a very protected, well-oiled machine town. And in the town, they've reestablished class. And I was like, fascinating. I think that's interesting. Um, I like it. So, and by reestablishing class, um, they've reestablished a hierarchy. Um, and with that hierarchy, that it's what I just described, there is classism. Uh, basically, uh, the rich people are treated better than the poor people. Um, and I think that's, uh, not cool. (laughs) Now, here's the thing. I don't want to villainize rich people. I just don't, you know, and I, hey, I might, well, I'm probably going to be 
wealthy one day. I don't know. We'll see. I definitely want to be a successful filmmaker, but I want to be like Dolly Parton. I want to help people. Like, I really, really, really want to help people. You know what I'm saying? So, and, uh, and Mariska Hargitay, she's dedicated her life. Uh, first, she's on a show, Law & Order SVU. It's a great show. I wrote my senior paper on that. But also, Mariska Hargitay has dedicated her life to helping victims of uh, trigger warning, helping victims of rape and sexual assault and child abuse. And so British uh, Gardner has really used her platform to do a lot of good. Um, I love her. <laughs> She's great. Okay. Love her so much. Okay. So so I don't want to villainize rich people. I don't want to do that. Uh, <clears throat> the other thing they do uh, is one or it was, I don't know. They did this in a recent episode where a lot of people do this. So for some reason, the um, the symbol for rich people is a really fancy party. <laughs> so there's an episode of The Walking Dead where there's a really fancy party at the Commonwealth, but only the rich people can go to the really fancy party. And I was like, that's fascinating. But it's just fascinating that this town, the Commonwealth, they want to bring classism back. And I'm like, why do they want to do that? So I'm sure we're going to find out. It's just it's just like, why do Because the zombies have made everyone equal. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the zombies kind of killed the, the, the hierarchy. So I think it's interesting what they're going to I, I'm, I'm curious how what they're going to how they're going to handle it. I'm actually really curious. But anyway, the fancy party I, and there's so many characters on The Walking Dead, but the fancy party kind of like our usual leads. There's a whole group of leads that we're used to watching on The Walking Dead. So this party that they have, this fancy party, it breaks, it divides this group of people that we've been following for 11 seasons. I think this is fascinating. It divides the group. Some of the groups are at the party because they represent the rich people. And some of the group are serving uh the rich people because they ended up in the lower class in the commonwealth and so now all of a sudden the group of people we've been following for 11 seasons now they've been divided by class and i'm like that's interesting <laughs> that's interesting so i wonder how the walking dead's going to resolve this okay um <clears throat> okay so what i want to say is yesterday at work uh, I love my job. I just encountered just a smidgen of classism, but I'm I more want to talk about the the vibe of the Bay Area. And uh, last week I was super positive with the Iron Giant because I love the Iron Giant. But because I've gone to Los Angeles twice, once in December and once in January, and I had the time of my life both times, and everyone I encounter is really nice, you know. And I don't live in Los Angeles, but I just want to say, I don't feel the class tension as much in Los Angeles the way I feel it in the Bay Area. And I think by accident that the, the tech industry really, really, really hurt the middle class and the working class of the Bay Area, like a lot. I think the heart and soul of the Bay Area got, you know, uh, got hurt, got hurt. And so Last night, I was able to walk through a really cool old school neighborhood of San Francisco. And it was really fun because it reminded me like there's a lot of history in San Francisco. It's a really cool city. Um, and it reminded me it's the part of San Francisco like that was there before all the tech stuff arrived. I don't want to throw no shade at tech either because that's not what I do. 
But it's just like to me in the Bay Area, you can really feel the class tension. And out here, you can just, um, there's just snootiness to me. There's a lot more snootiness. And it, it's, uh, it's depressing. <laughs> it's depressing. Um, so yeah, yesterday I had to encounter some classism. And the idea is I'm an administrative assistant. So sometimes the vibe is, well, why should we ask the administrative assistant's opinion on anything? And a lot of what I do is pretty important. You know what I mean? Because it just is. So it's like maybe I was just like, maybe check in with me sometimes <laughs> about the stuff. Anyway, so I had to spend all day fixing something and at work. And I it took me until 9 o'clock to fix it. Um, even today I had to fix it some more. And it's fine. I fixed it. It's just like they just didn't bother to even ask or check with me. And there's just a, yeah, the the vibe is like, well, why should we have to ask the administrative assistant about stuff? Anyway, but there's also apologies and blah, blah, blah. So at least uh, people felt bad. <laughs> they felt bad. Um, And then there's, I, I like my job. I like what I do. So I, I don't feel comfortable uh, being negative about that, that kind of thing. I'm always grateful to get a check, but yeah, like the, the, I don't know, like the bear is just kind of depressing that I think it is because, and then, uh, the way the homeless population has been handled out here is just kind of weird. So I'm definitely empathetic towards the homeless. Of course I am, but they, they, for a minute, they were, it seemed like the homeless were allowed to kind of do whatever they want with that, that also hurt the middle class, working class in the sense that I'll give you an example. Like a month or two ago, I'm on this little neighborhood <clears throat> like app thingy where people just give each other a heads up on stuff. But a month or two ago, a guy went to Colonial Donuts. It's a donut shop. And it's very, I've been there a million times. It's a very local donut shop. It was 11 o'clock in the afternoon, in the morning, sorry. 11 o'clock in the morning, and he went to go get a donut, and a homeless person stabbed him. <laughs> He's okay, like, the guy's okay, like, they apprehended the homeless guy. Um, the guy, the guy who got stabbed, he's okay, it wasn't fatal. But, dude, the, the dude was just, the guy was just trying to eat a donut. <laughs> so, like, so now the working class and the middle class, we can't even get donuts without someone trying to stab us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because I was at Lake Merritt. I've been to Lake Merritt a, a million times. But back in, it was around May. I haven't been since this happened. But I there's a theater called Grand Lake Theater in Oakland, California. It's a really nice theater. So it was like afternoon. It was like 2 or 3 in the afternoon. So it was daytime. Sun is out. So I'm walking to Grand Lake Theater to watch a movie. And um, this homeless guy starts yelling. And he starts running after me. So I run into the theater and me running into the theater was enough. So the homeless guy wasn't trying to hurt me. He was just trying to scare me a little bit. But um, I want to say this. I've lived in Oakland since 2005. I've never had to deal with something like that before in my entire life. And I've been to the Grand Lake Theater like a million times. So ever since that happened, because you don't know if the person's going to hurt you or not. I have not been to Lake Merritt since then because I, I heard it's gotten... It's not safe. So anyway, it's just like the middle class, working class, like we, we're getting hurt on both ends. Like we're getting hurt by the tech industry 
um, because everything has gone up. This is more expensive. And then we can't get donuts <laughs> without someone or go to a movie theater without, you know, anyway, well, you know, because the the homeless are being not managed as well as they could be. And the thing is, like, I just want to say, of course, I'm empathetic to the homeless. Of course, like, hey, give them the keys to a park. I don't know. I don't like give them housing, like whatever this I say, give whatever the solution is, of course, be empathetic. But it's also like, you know, help the middle class and working class out a little bit because the middle class and the working class people, they work. We work. We go to work. <laughs> we go to work for 40 hours a week. So it's like come on, man, help us out. Like, <coughs> we should be able to buy donuts and watch movies uh, in, in safety. <laughs> it's something to take the edge off <coughs> of living in the Bay Area. Okay. Because of the classism. So, um, anyway, and so the, the last little example of classism that I saw before I'm going to just make my three major points um, is that another example is I was at a, a it's kind of like a Chipotle, but I was at a store where you tell the, the food server what you want and they scoop it in. It wasn't Chipotle, but it's along the lines of Chipotle. And I was in line and there's this guy in front of me and he was a little bit, excuse me, older, but the way he was talking to the guy, like serving his food, he was just kind of barking at him like, um, you know, like he like if let's say it wasn't Chipotle, but let's say it's Chipotle, you know, you can say like, oh, brown rice or oh, I'd like the chicken, please. Or la, la. you can say it like that. But this guy was just kind of like brown rice, chicken, la, la, la. just kind of talking down to him, ordering him around. Uh, I'm not it's it's late. It's like 10 o'clock at night <laughs> on a Friday. So, so I'm not really putting in my all acting ability, but he's just kind of barking at him. So, because I remember, like, I don't usually pay attention like that, but he's barking at the, the server, and I'm looking at the dude, I'm like, whoa, dude, like, you don't gotta talk to him like that, and every time he's talking, I didn't say anything, because I just didn't, but who's to say he'd even listen to me, you know, because I'm a woman, <laughs> but but he's, he's barking at the food server, and every time he talks, I can see the food server's face wincing, like, oof, ah, like that, and I was like, brother, but I didn't say anything because if he if he yells at at food servers, he probably yells at women. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, casual sexism. That's a different podcast. So I won't go into that. But but uh, or microaggressive sexism. That's a different. That's a different podcast. But I didn't say anything because I didn't really think it. I didn't think it would do anything because I don't think this guy. If he's gonna yell at food servers, I don't think he'd really he'd yell at a woman too. <laughs> that's the vibe I was getting. But that's another example of like the classism where it's like, you know, like just talk to food servers with respect <laughs> because they're human beings. <laughs> okay. Um, also I have a cold. Okay. Um, oh, and this goes into it too, why I'm talking about classism is that uh, tomorrow I'm going to be shooting like five YouTube videos. So the first thing, I'm going to wrap up 2022. And I want to talk about this horrible, horrible church I went to. I won't say the name of the church, but uh, it presents itself as a progressive Christian church. It's not. It's it, it's a conservative church. It's, a, it's conservative Christians in recovery. 
um i'm lgbtq blah 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 um it's okay to be gay et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, blah 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 i've made a bunch of stuff about that so um but it's it presented itself as an lgbtq affirming church that's when a church accepts gay people and blah 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 and they don't believe the homosexual that the bible condemns homosexuality blah 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 so but at the end of the day like i experienced homophobia at this church and the other thing I experienced at the church that made me feel really uncomfortable is those conservative Christianity, they're low-key homophobic, and um, I found that out. And so, and then also that uh, they're weirdly classist as well, which is odd, because uh, Jesus was a carpenter. <laughs> Jesus wasn't rich. Okay. Uh, it's okay to be rich. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's okay that Dolly Parton or Will Smith or... Uh, Day. it's okay to be rich it's just um i want to be well i don't care really about being rich i would just, i just want to be a successful a successful filmmaker because that's that's my dream right and i really think my movies will bring a lot of joy and catharsis and awesome awesomeness to people so i care about my audience i know i care about my audience so um but anyway so uh but, 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 oh right so but yeah there's this weird dismissive classism to this weird church so uh i'm I'm just gonna wrap up 2022 and i'll be shooting like i said five videos tomorrow and one of them will be talking about the horrible church i went to <laughs> it was bad it was bad okay but i won't say the names of it the reason why i'm doing that is two of the ministers from the church reached out to me re sort of recently and they're still horrible <laughs> so i kindly said hey i'm gonna unfriend you from facebook um you know i wish you all the best but i need to distance myself from the horrible church and you guys and uh i'm gonna put them on blast on facebook i'm gonna say the name on facebook because i'm the one who got screwed over <laughs> but i'm not really screwed over two weeks after my dad died uh this happened a year or two ago but um but yeah i that's the other reason that brought up classism is just the weirdness of this weird little church okay all right. Also, I watched The Vow, seasons one and two. Oh, such a good series on HBO Max. So I'll be talking about that. Okay. All right. So here's the three main points I want to make. The first point I want to make is, you know, if the system's rigged, and the system is rigged, um, it's rigged. You know what I mean? So that's, like I said, I'm not a political person, but oh man i've had jobs where anyway i don't know i i'm not a political person not really but the system's rigged you know what i'm saying so for sure power to the people and you know fight the system and blah 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 but okay so that sucks the system's rigged and you know if we're i've been talking about some of my favorite rich people um it's not dolly's part in that the system's rigged dolly's doing her part <laughs> dolly sings dolly's in movies dolly and she she cares about people dolly parton is doing her part to ease the pain of the people in my opinion you know what i'm saying so um it's not dolly parton's fault we can't if we're talking about like the most lovable rich person ever dolly parton or even like i've heard beyonce gives like tons of money to houston where she's from i believe that i'm sure she does yeah like basically houston just calls beyonce when they need some help <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I kind of believe that. I'm totally believe that Beyonce helps Houston. Okay, I just there's no doubt in my mind. Okay, but okay. Uh oh, right, right. 
it's it's not necessarily Dolly Parton's fault that the system's kind of rigged because Dolly's doing her part. Beyonce's doing her part, right? She, Beyonce is creating music, easing the pain of the people, and you know, allegedly sending lots of money to Houston. That's probably true. <clears throat> but um, I would say you could blame the system. You could blame politicians, both sides, like you know, uh, whatever. So, so the system's rigged, right? And that sucks. So the number one rule for everybody, regardless of class, should be just always be kind. Just always be kind. Like, and that is to say, like, that's the first step. So, you know, uh, you know, the person making your coffee, be kind. <laughs> the, the person scooping out your food, be kind. <coughs> and I used to deliver pizza. That was one of my first jobs. So, if you're sitting your ass on the couch at home and you're having someone deliver something to you, tip that person. <laughs> tip them, at least tip them $5. So that you can just sit on your ass and wait for someone to magically bring you pizza or whatever, you know. Tip delivery drivers. I really believe in that. But, okay. Uh, so, unless you're broke. But if you're not broke, tip the delivery drivers. Okay. Um, okay. But, yeah, always be kind. And the thing is, if you're feeling grumpy, and I'm reading a book called Quiet on Introverts, and it's like, um, uh, what was I trying to say with that one? I was saying, sorry, so, I'm so tired tonight, but, uh, do, do, uh, always be, oh, yeah, it's okay to feel grumpy. I feel grumpy sometimes, but when I, when I feel grumpy, I stay home. <laughs> I do not subject my grumpiness to other people. So, um, yeah, like try to read your emotions. And like, if you're in, in not in a great mood, um, have the things that put you in a good mood. I watch Chris Farley movies or I'll watch Judy Garland movies, or I was feeling kind of bum this week cause there's issues with the apartment and roommates, but it's all going to work out. I was watching a Barbara Steinwick movie that I really love. Barbara Steinwick and Gary Cooper called Ball of Fire. I love this movie. Anyway, and it was put me in a good mood. So I know I know the stuff. I look at my action figures. I know the st- music. I have this little pumpkin butter candle that I can light, and it smells so good. It smells like butter. Um, but have this stuff. Have stuff to, that you know helps you get in a good mood when you're feeling sad or angry. But don't subject people to your bad moods. Um, you know, it's okay to feel those emotions. You just can't take it out on people. In fact, Monica, the singer, has a great song. It's just one of them days. And that song's so good because I love that song. She's trying to explain to, I think, her boyfriend. She's like, listen, it's just one of those days that a girl goes through. When I'm angry inside, don't want to take it out on you. Great song. Look it up. Great song. But exactly. She need, She just needs a day to hang out by herself because she's feeling a little grumpy because sometimes people feel grumpy. Even even Monica, a really good singer. Okay. So always be kind. You know, before you leave, you're like, I'm going to be kind today. And if you're like, nah, I want to be a jerk today. And it's like, okay, stay home and be a jerk to your stuff or something. Also get a punch. I have a punching bag where I can just punch it. Literally. So uh, get a punching bag if you need to punch something okay uh okay the second thing i want to say is class doesn't equal character or quality now that's that's what bugs me is when i deal with snootiness it's like 
is like brother, sister, person. Like, yeah, you got a degree. And I mean, I have a college degree too. I have a bachelor in English. Yeah, Bachelor of Arts in English. But um, but when I encounter someone who has a higher degree or blah, 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 to me, it's just like, all right, you got a degree, but like, I don't know, you're not that interesting. And perhaps I'm being not nice or something, but it's just like, whatever class you are, it doesn't equal character or quality. I measure people on, to heart back, I measure people on how kind are they to themselves and the people in their lives. That's kind of all I really care about, really. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, what's more in care, what's more, whatever class you are, higher, upper middle class, middle class, uh, working class, lower class, whatever it is, what really matters is who you are, um, <clears throat> how you project kindness and love into the world. That's really all that matters, not not how fancy pants you are. But And there's nothing wrong with being fancy pants. Okay, I want to circle back. Right. I've noticed in pop culture that the symbol for like when people, okay, when rich people go to parties, here's the thing as a middle class person, I like parties. <laughs> so <laughs> middle class people like parties. Most people like parties, working class, etc. Everyone likes to go to parties. One. Two, going to parties where you get dressed up, most people like that, including myself. So one of my friends, she had a, for her birthday, she had a tea party and it was predominantly like queer women you know but it was mainly all women party it just worked out that way so but she was like up she told everyone it's a tea party you have to get dressed up so it was the cutest party ever so I got dressed up I guess kind of dapper is the word you would use I was looking dapper and then um so it was people in dresses or like looking dapper that's what I was doing and um so it was a fancy party it was a fancy tea party where we were all dressed up fancy and it was a lot of fun so I think fancy parties where you get dressed up like those are fun for everybody to me it's not just rich people who do fancy parties where you get dressed up like you can do that with your friends now like it's just a fancy party where you get dressed up you know what I'm saying where you're feeling good in the clothes you're wearing so Fancy parties don't bother me. Like, I think it's like the Met Gala. I think that's a fancy party that people get really worked up about. Maybe. And I'm just like, eh, I ain't mad about <laughs> I don't. I, I'm not mad about people going to fancy parties and wearing nice clothes. Like, that doesn't bother me. What bothers me is like that we don't have universal health care. Like, that we don't, you know, like, how is it hurting me that they have the Met Gala? <laughs> you know what I mean like how does that hurt me I don't know I can go to I mean I can't go to the Met Gala but I can go to a party and get dressed up like you know what I'm saying so like I don't know the Met Gala doesn't doesn't bother me <laughs> I think that's like a really fancy party in New York so um where the tickets are pricey so yeah but the Met Gala stuff like that doesn't bother me what bothers me is that we don't have uh, Medicare for all or universal health care. What, bo- what bothers me is like we don't have a living wage. And to me, a living wage in the United States is $20 an hour, $25 an hour or 75k a year. I know I'm saying big numbers, but an actual living wage, you know, what I'm saying that people can live off of where people can have access to legit health care. That's what's important to me. I ain't tripping that. <laughs> I'm not mad about the Met Gala. I don't know. Is that really? I don't know. I don't know. What? Yeah. Whatever. That kind of stuff doesn't bother me. Or if people like Louis Vuitton, like 
cool, good for them. That's great. Like, I'm not tripping about that kind of stuff. So, um, but I, but I do want to say class doesn't equal character or quality. So character and quality is more important to me than class one way or another. I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't want to hang out with assholes. (laughs) I'm sorry. And Dolly Parton seems like the most lovable, amazing person ever. So, okay. So quality of character is more important than class. One way or another, whatever class someone is. And the last thing I want to say is, um, and all the major religions, spiritualities teach this, like Buddhism taught this and uh, Christianity taught this. And yo, I'm not trying to convert anybody to anything except I'm trying to convert the entire world to love, joy, kindness, and empathy and setting healthy boundaries. That's the only thing I'm ever trying to convert anybody to. But I just want to say that this is backed up by a lot of major religions. It's just like, so point number three I want to say is everyone has equal value. Everyone. So what Buddhism became popular, uh, I took like a course on like ancient eastern history on wondrium.com i didn't finish it but i started it but what i thought was cool buddhism became popular among the middle class and the working class in ancient asia because buddhism taught that enlightenment that everyone has access to enlightenment and i'm like wow that's deep um and then uh christianity is like well Jesus was a carpenter. Um, Jesus was born in a barn, you know, around animals. So basically that, the, you know, again, I don't want to scare anybody with religion talk, sorry, but it's just the idea is like humility and that we're all equal. We're all made out of stardust. We're all made out of awesomeness. We're all made out of glitter. I don't know. I'm not a biologist, but you know what I'm saying. Like we're all equally awesome. I really, really, really believe that in my heart of hearts. You know, we're all, uh, we're all equal, uh, on a spiritual level to Dolly Parton. Now, (laughs) can we sing like Dolly Parton? I cannot. Uh, (laughs) and Dolly Parton is so good at acting. She's so, awesome. I guess I'm really keying in on Dolly Parton, but, um, you know, perhaps Dolly Parton has certain talents that we don't always, not, not all of us have, but we're definitely on a spiritual cosmic level equal to Dolly Parton. And I say that with all the reverence and respect in the world towards Dolly Parton, because I've been talking about her a lot. (laughs) So, um, yes, we all have equal value because we're all spiritual beings, whatever that is for you, tarot cards, uh, whatever that is for you. You know what I'm saying? Pick any religion you like, any, meeny, miny, mo. I don't say that to be flippant. You know, I grew up Baptist, but I'm just, it, it doesn't matter which one you pick. As long as you're being kind and loving and caring in your interpersonal relationships and you're being kind to yourself. So I want to say, I cannot stress this enough, Everyone has equal value. I 1000% believe that on a spiritual cosmic level. We are all made out of stardust, I think. Uh, I'll check with some biologists, but you know what I'm saying. (laughs) I think that's true, though. The same stuff that's made, uh, the same stuff that makes stars is the same stuff that makes us. That's some sort of science thing. (laughs) I'm an indie filmmaker, not a scientist. Okay. Uh, scientists are awesome. 
All right. So, so that's what I wanted to say. I don't know if I said anything that profound, but I, I wanted to explain my, whenever someone, uh, what the, the thing about classism is when it's dehumanizing. And so my friend told me as a joke, sometimes at work, uh, cause I read the, I recently read the first Harry Potter book for fun. Cause my little niece is really into Harry Potter and, um, the, the series, but, um, uh, my friend was talking about how in the book, the first book, Harry Potter lives under like the stairs. Like he's basically treated like crap around his family, um, a lot. So my friend jokingly said, you know, sorry that you're Harry Potter living under the stairs at work. <laughs> and I thought that was funny, but sometimes that's what it feels like, you know what I mean? Like I'm 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 an administrative assistant. I'm not garbage. <laughs> but I listen to motivational podcasts like all day at work because it's just like uh, I have value as a human, you know, and I'm good at my job. So, but it's all good. It's all good. I love everybody. So, um, but yeah, so <clears throat> yeah, so that, I guess those are just my random thoughts on classism. Uh, I'm excited to see where it's going on the walking dead. I was like, interesting, interesting. What's the, how's the walking dead gonna, gonna tackle this? And I am curious why they decided to go this route. Like the villain in Walking Dead season 11 is classism? What? <laughs> I never thought they I I I think this is fascinating. Okay. So, uh so yes, here's my the three takeaways. Always be kind. You know, always be kind to yourself, to others, to everybody. Um to me, class doesn't equal character or quality, and character and quality are more important than class whatever, you know. And then everyone has equal value. If you're listening to this, whoever you are, Dolly Parton, just kidding. <laughs> but whoever you are, like, I'm not mad at you if you make uh, seven figures or eight figures or six figures or five figures or four figures, three figures. I'm not mad at you. I, I, whatever your money you make, I, I'm not tripping um, because I want you to know that you, person listening to this, you have value. You are important. Uh, it's my belief that uh, since I grew up Baptist, you know, my belief is that the, 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 the world is or God or the universe, the universe is not indifferent. Like if you need a hundred angels, then God's going to send you a thousand angels. That's my belief system. There are angels or whatever that, but there's, there's, there's a, a, a force, a universe, whatever. There, God's rooting for you. That you, you've got backup. You're not alone. Like God's looking out for you. The angels are looking out for you. Like uh, Jesus wants Medicare for all <laughs> and a livable minimum wage. In my opinion, in my opinion, what would Jesus do? But I'm <laughs> sorry. I just I don't think Medicare for all is political. I don't think it's political at all. I, I think it's spiritual, but that's just me. That's just me. I'm just an indie filmmaker. Okay. But, um, but, but, but yeah, like, I just want to say whoever you are, if you're listening to this, like God really, really cares about you. And if you need a hundred angels, God's going to send you a thousand. So I really believe that the, 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 the universe or angels or God is not indifferent at all. I think God really cares about you. And if, you know, if you don't believe in God, substitute the word God for 
whatever you need to substitute it for. You know what I'm saying? And just understand that I, Julie, indie filmmaker, I also care about you. And you definitely, definitely, definitely have value. Um, And then, um, yeah, and like I said, what's important to me is character, integrity, um, quality. Um, That's what's how, how kind and empathetic is someone. That's what matters to me. You know what I'm saying? And I want to be filthy, stinking rich. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Sorry. I'm just joking. I don't care about that. Not really. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, just always be kind and loving and caring and good. That's the most important thing for everybody. So those, I guess those are my thoughts on classism. It's just the idea of like, be as kind as possible. Oh, one last antidote. Because I I did bring up Will Smith and I think Will Smith is amazing and like a really great guy. One of my friends was a, a back she's a she's an actress in New York City and she's done a lot of background work. So basically like if you're an extra and she never really and she's worked with she was a background actor where she was around celebrities and she never really talks about that too much, you know. But I, I'll always remember that she was a background actor for Men in Black Three. And she took the time to go on Facebook and say, hey, I was a background actor on Men in Black 3 and she was with Will Smith on set. And she said, Will Smith was kind to every single human being on that set. She was like, I couldn't believe it. Not that she thought he was a jerk, but just she was just so blown away that he was absolutely kind and caring to every human being on the set. That is to say, product like production assistants, which tends to be an entry level job, like extras. You know, she's like he was nice to every human being on that set, um, and I think that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome because it means like anyone listening to this, if you want to be a movie star, you can totally be a movie star, just like Will Smith, and but you can be a movie star and still be kind. So uh, kind to everyone because that's what's most important. All right. All right, well, that's it. <laughs> Those are my thoughts on classism. So, yes. Oh, housekeeping. Okay. Excuse me. So, I, I was able to work on my script today, this week. Um, I'm, it, it's finished. I'm on, like, draft five, but that... I'm not rewriting it, like, five times. But draft five is just when I've changed the script enough where I can make it a new draft. So, I'm on draft five where... I'm just tweaking structures, so it's all written, it's 90 pages, but I'm just tweaking the structure a little bit. And I think screenplay structure is hard. (laughs) I think it's hard. This is the first, it's basically a superior script. This is the first superior script I've ever written, and I was like, plot is hard. It's hard to come up with the plot. Okay, but I'm almost done with that, so I got to work on that. Um, For marketing, I've been working, I promised myself 52 YouTube videos um a year right it's because there's 52 weeks in a year so i haven't done i haven't done any for january so i'm gonna shoot five videos tomorrow and get that ball rolling um and then there's just been roommate stuff so uh, it'll be a lot less stressful once my current roommate goes and he's cool but um once he goes new roommate comes in then it'll just be uh, it won't be stressful so that's kind of what was going on this week too um let's see what else that's it and then yeah that's it these podcasts i do through anchor it's free i just talk into my phone so that's why the podcasts are super super easy to do okay 
So I think that's everything for housekeeping. Okay, so that's what I'm up to. All right. So yes, if you're listening to this, you're amazing. You're awesome. You're fantastic. Uh, you're so freaking cool. I want you to follow your dreams. I want you, it's okay to want abundance, whatever that is for you. Um, I, it is my belief that all your dreams will come true. They're just not, you know, it might be a longer haul or a more work than you realized. For me, it's been a long haul, <laughs> a really long haul. I, I've been doing this since, uh, 2007. So, um, but to be honest, I've been having the time of my life following my dreams, you know, just the time of my life. And my screenwriting mentor, he said to me, he said, this is in my 20s when I was super naive. He's like, Julie, don't worry. The money will come. That's what he said to me. And I was like, cool. <laughs> He's like, and your audience is going to be smart. And this is I was in my 20s. I was super naive. I was like, I'm going to have an audience. Awesome. <laughs> he could see um, my talent. Uh, perhaps I'm bragging on myself, but I don't know what, uh, let me take this opportunity. If you're listening to this, you have talent, my friend. Um, so you, you gotta go out there and follow your dreams. Uh, you have to do it. I, uh, double dog, triple dog, dare you to follow your dreams. Okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. All right. So yes, follow your dreams. Be awesome. Know that you're amazing. You're super fantastic. You're awesome. Okay. The last thing I wanted to say, oh, that's it. Okay. Oh, so I have a website. Uh, I'm Julie Kerr. I wrote an indie nerdy comedy. It's 90 minutes. It's super funny, really good, really fantastic. It's called Geek Less Punk. You can check it out on my website, www.juliekerrstudios.com. If you join my email list, you get access to a free mini course called Productive Creativity. It's uh, three videos, three uh, PDFs. It teaches you how to finish your creative projects faster. You get to learn from my mistakes. Also, if you join my email list, you immediately get coupons, discounts to everything that's for sale on my website, like merchandise, uh, movies, uh, courses, all that jazz. So if you join my email list, even if you just email me with like, <laughs> just email, if you want to send me an email, like you'll get a really, really good discount. Okay. And my website is www.juliekerrstudios.com. Check out a really awesome, amazing website. And my new business cards came in today and they're super pretty and awesome. That was really exciting for me too. All right. So yes, be good to you, be kind to you, love yourself, Follow your dreams. The universe is not indifferent. The universe is rooting for you. I am rooting for you that all your dreams will come true. All right. Thank you so much for listening. This has been The Julie Show. You're awesome. Uh, until next time, talk to you later. Bye.